Y'all, we live in difficult times. There's war, political unrest, the pandemic, poverty, families being torn, communities ripped by gun violence and people dying every day. Police, injustice, it's all bringing so much pain. But y'all, we can look inside our minds and we can understand who we are, become better, and do this thing like we've never done it before. But it all starts with our mental health and I know we can do it. I believe in you because I believe in me and I believe in us. Hello, my name is Gerald McGee of Everyday People Individual and Family Counseling Center located in Euclid, Ohio in the big red building in the middle. We are celebrating 10 years of Everyday People Individual and Family Counseling Center. I'm so glad to be here today with you. I have my co-host today, Naisha Perry, hey. here for our second edition of our couch episode. You know, as therapists, we don't get to sit on the couch that often. Right. <laughs> so we're taking advantage of it today. Before we get too off into our discussion, I'd like to do our attitude of gratitude. You know, I love to do those. And today it is self-evaluation. Don't be scared to evaluate yourself. Look at yourself. See what you're doing good. See what you're doing bad. Mm -hmm. When you can do that, it really shows that you're confident about who you are. And the best of us need to critique and evaluate where we are and what we're doing and how we're doing it so we can get better or just be content with where we are right now. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to like where you are. And that is a great place to be when we live in a time where it's always some pressure to, to question, to, to change, to destroy. You have to be able to say, you know what, I'm good right now. That might be one of the most powerful things in becoming your best self. So self-evaluate so you can grow and truly become content with your life. Moving on from there. Naisha, how are you doing today? Great. I'm great. It's good to see you again for this second episode. We're going to sit here talking together okay. and everything. And, of course, today we're going to be getting into boundaries. You know, there, I think about boundaries. I think about, you know, my yard. I used to have some neighbors. They were so messy. Ooh. They were so messy. They would uh, take their trash and they would just put it everywhere and be all on my line. And, and <laughs> I would go outside and try to clean the stuff up and everything. And, and I would take their garbage and put it back in their yard. And it seems like they still didn't get the message. I'd go back out a few days later. Their trash would be back in my yard, I'm like, I, man, they don't seem to get it. They, don't we have property lines? Mm -hmm. uh, but their trash would always be in my yard. So eventually I had to say something to them because they would not respect and respect the established boundary. And, you know, when I think about that and I think about life, we have to have boundaries in order to live the life that we want to live. Yes. I like to think about boundaries as, as self-care. It's one of those baseline things that we need in order for us to be our best selves mm -hmm. and when you say i say baseline but think about music there's no good music i think in my 
estimation <laughs> that that is really quality without a baseline. Oh, because the baseline sets the tone for where the music is going to go. Mm -hmm. It makes the music predictable. You can be the greatest jazz musician and you can hit all kind of funky riffs, but you're doing it in respecting that baseline at all times so that music will have a certain flow to it. So life, self-care, boundaries, is like establishing a flow for your life to operate so you can move towards your goals, your dreams, and the things you want to do, but it requires a certain level of discipline. So we want to talk about that today. We want to explore boundaries so we can understand how to keep our life afloat in the way we want to go. Mm -hmm. So, Nye, Yeah. Yisha, what do you think? Give me some thought, your thoughts on boundaries. Let's, boundaries. Let's, yeah. um, a boundary is defined as the line between who you are as a person and who you are in your relationships with other people. Oh, for real? Yeah. So without that baseline of knowing who you are, you won't have any boundaries because you will just be enmeshed in the, like the music all over the place. No point of return, no baseline. Like yeah. that trash all over the place. Yeah. If you do not know who you are as a person. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of my favorite uh, baselines is that, um, that from that song, Ain't No Stopping Us Now. I love that baseline, man. But we got to think like that in our life sometimes too, right? We got to set clear boundaries so yes, people we will do. know. Look, this is how I roll. Didn't you know? So, mm -hmm. so how do we delineate? How do we help ourselves be um, different from other people? How do we set, set boundaries with people? What do we do? Okay, so what do we do? We have to take that self-inventory, that evaluation of ourselves, mm -hmm. so we can decide, you know, who am I as a person? And then when I'm entering into relationships with other people and interactions, am I changing to fit other people's needs? Do I feel uncomfortable with meeting other people's requests? Then we start to get a feel for who we are and what we like. Oh, so you mean to tell me that... In order for us to really establish boundaries, we really have to know who we are. Yeah, you got to know yourself. Yeah, so like I know what food I like to eat. Mm -hmm. I know what kind of car I want to drive. I know what kind of clothes I want to wear. I know what kind of TV shows I want to watch if I want to watch TV at all. What mm -hmm. kind of books I want to read. Hey, check out that 1619 Project. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you mean tell me those things are important. And people being able to establish boundaries with other people? Yes, they are. Absolutely. Because well, if I don't know those things, then it means it's like driving a car and trying to go somewhere without having any clear direction. Yes. Yes. Not really having any clear direction. Not knowing what you want out of life what you deserve out of your relationships, interactions with people. We need boundaries with everything around us. So we have individual boundaries, which is like our six feet apart. You know, it's like we have distance with physical, how many people we allow into our personal space. We have boundaries with our time, not spending too much time doing things that really aren't important to us. So there's a boundary with a little bit of everything. Just like when you talked about the example of your property. With trash being on your property, 
in order for you to even identify that that was a problem, you knew that your property and your home was important to you. Exactly. And if it wasn't important to you, then you wouldn't really care if that trash was out there. And then it took the confidence for you to even address that with your neighbors instead of just cleaning it up, cleaning it up because you just wanted to be seen as a good neighbor. Yeah. But you really had to evaluate yourself to say, you know what, this is important to me yeah, and yeah. I deserve respect. So let me go do something about it. Like, first of all, let me say, I am not Jake from State Farm. <laughs> So, I'm not that good neighbor, all right? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, I, but, you know, this, what you're saying, this analogy is awesome. Because a lot of times in life, we allow people to throw trash on us. Yes, we that do. That we don't want. Mm -hmm. with, with their mess and circumstances, their um, financial expectations yes you know, they, emotional yeah. they throw all their stuff onto us and we're left carrying it yeah and when you try to bring it to their awareness they make they try to make it your fault mm -hmm. okay they try to make it your fault and and, and now you questioning your boundaries and your convictions and your values and yes. your uh opinions about where you need to be at mm -hmm. because they are questioning it when you knew what you felt, what you experienced. You know how real it was. Like me saying something to the people about the trash and them acting like, oh, and still doing it. Like, yeah, yeah. When you say to somebody, look, you know what? Don't ask me for no more money. And then they come back a week later. Yo, man. Gosh, man. I just, I, you know, this came up, my girl. You know, she hasn't. Uh, she her tire got busted out on a uh, on a uh, car, and yeah. I now I had to give her the money for that, and I ain't got money for this. And, mm -hmm. and man, I really need your help, man. I know you always got me, and trying to accept that, try, trying to set that boundary. Yeah, because where do you, what do you do with that? Do you just keep giving them money over and over again? That's when we have to establish that boundary with our finances. Do we have a set amount away where we're like, okay, this is just in case someone needs some money. This is for an emergency. Or do we say, like, well, I only have money for my bills. All of my money is accounted for. There's a difference mm -hmm. between telling someone just plain out, no, I can't do it, but just my money is accounted for, or I can't help you out this time. And reminding some people when we have to say no, but, you know, I don't always say no. I can't do it today, but maybe next time. Or I was able to help you out last month, but this month I just can't do it. Sometimes when people are in that crunch and they really need something, mm -hmm. they forget about what you've already done. So sometimes we need to remind them, this is why I have to set my boundary, and this is why I have to look out for what I need in this moment. You know, so this makes me think, and I ain't trying to uh, pick on nobody or no religious ideology but okay. you know growing up in the christian church i oftentimes read stories in the old testament where where god would come and do these things to bring out the children of israel mm -hmm. and in doing this right at some point in time they would have another problem and they would just constantly complain and constantly complain and have an issue and have a concern and after a while you would wonder we would wonder what would happen because it seemed like they wouldn't get the response they wanted from from God. But maybe even God got tired of hearing mm. people complain about what they had an issue with, and they was never seeing their blessing. So, 
at some point, even God got tired and started cutting people off. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got cutting people off. And sometimes you got to cut people off. And if he can do it, anybody can. Yes. Yes. Man, we you get tired. Got to cut people off. Look, I'm sorry, baby. I love you, but I've done all I can for you. All I can do now is pray and or provide you some some skill sets to help you learn how to fish. Yes. Yeah. Yes, accountability. Accountability definitely plays a part. I know that we're here to talk about how to establish like our own boundaries, but we got on a um, topic of other people that seem to don't have boundaries or even awareness that they need them. So when we are speaking with other people who are constantly the, the needy people, the negative, who aren't really trying to better themselves or even look at how they can um, be more independent, Right. right. We're looking at the fact that they need that awareness to know that they can also do it, but also that accountability. At what point do you take accountability for yourself? Exactly. Exactly. And by bringing that up, you empower them to actually be more accountable. Mm -hmm. And so you're establishing the boundary for yourself, but you're also teaching them how to take care of themselves. Yes. Yes. Self-care. Take care of yourself. Self-care. Self-care. You're taking care of yourself. You're <laughs> teaching them how to take care of themselves. And then you can feel good about it. Mm -hmm. You can feel good about it because you helping them. Look, look, you know, you can do this. All you got to do is put your back into it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward. I know a lot of people struggle with telling people no. Mm -hmm. Do you think we just have this strong desire to be liked by others that keeps us from being able to say no do you think we want to be so socially connected that we don't know how to really consider ourselves sometimes absolutely i think there's like the relationship and that connection between wanting to be liked, needing to be liked by certain individuals if there was um, someone in the grocery store or even we have this, unfortunately, when you are out in the community and there's homeless people who are asking for change in dollars and foods. We don't have an emotional connection to all of that all the time. So sometimes it's easier for us to just walk past and say, no, I don't have it. No, no, no. Or, you know, people we don't know. No. But when it's somebody that you want to be liked by or perceived as good, then we're breaking our necks to prove to them that we are good enough. So that takes us into um, starting off with family. That is the core. When we are born, our parents are telling us that we're just so beautiful and we're just this little bitty baby and we're just enjoying life. And then it's time to walk and they're cheering us on, taking our first steps. And we're like, yes, this is great. This is great. I'm doing everything that my mom and my daddy want me to do. And then we move into going to school and we're getting good grades and we're people pleasing because we have the emotional connection with people and we always want to do what's right and what's enough then we get further beyond our family and we're looking at friendships how can i be a good friend and sometimes you know as you're listening to this i need everybody to just take a moment and just give yourself a deep breath in and tell yourself i am enough <laughs> 